Hi everyone! How is your week so far going? Are you managing all of your things? If yes, that's great, keep it up, but for those who answered no, no worries. Anything is manageable and anything is doable and in this podcast I want to talk to you about how to organize your tasks, work, responsibilities in such a way that you will even have time for a nice bath or a couple of series of Netflix, depending on your preferences. Further in my podcast, I will share my organization tricks and some tips from my experience that will help you to organize your daily to-dos. You still don't know me? <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm Aida, the host of Aida's Advice, and you're listening to Podcast 005, Easy Guide on How to Organize Yourself. We all face different challenges and tricky situations and sometimes the issue is not even in our abilities or lack of knowledge, but the issue sometimes lays just in the time itself. You probably heard of the phrase, of the phrase um, time flies by, it indeed does fly. You only blink and you already have to go back to school from seasonal breaks, go back to work from vacation, start working out regularly, follow different types of development courses and so on and so forth. Nowadays, whether you're a student or a full-time employee, you have tons of responsibilities to do. Seriously, I'm sure if we put um, all in writing, let's say the responsibilities to do of 10 people, it will already be a small, good-sized library. And I know how nasty it can feel when you can't catch up on all of the things that you need to do. And there is a whole new level of uh, talking when it comes to prioritization. Whew. That's another skill set that is essential to master in order to accomplish everything. If you have a job, um, or you might even have two or three jobs at the same time, your day basically looks like this. First, you do the morning routine like shower, brushing the teeth, breakfast, makeup routine, hairstyling to look decent, because obviously you don't want people to get scared. <laughs> this can take you up to one hour and even up to two hours, especially when you take care of others in the house, like children, partners or grandparents, for example. Then it takes roughly one hour to get to work and this time is really from door to door. However, some people, the commute time can take up to two hours when you are traveling from one city to another one. Believe me, I've done this and there were shit lots of stops that I overslept, skipped and ended up somewhere else. Anyway, that's, that's beside the point. Then you are at work for eight and a half hours and if you're having a full-time job and basically you're finished at 5.30 p.m., Another one hour for commute to get back home where you have to prepare dinner and eat, which takes roughly till 7.30 p.m. or 8 p.m. Here you take a shower, perhaps read a book or check, on ch or check your children's homework. And you can be like me, like I used to be, for example, and you have to do laundry because you don't have clean socks to wear tomorrow to work. Regardless, this is how each, week do, each weekday looks like for, for a full-time worker without any effort. In a nutshell, the, day, the full day goes into preparation to work, work itself, eating, take care of small things, and finally going to bed. But what is actually happening during the weekend? I'll tell you what is happening during the weekend. Usually, um, I've seen many people doing this and I used to do the same, trust me. During the weekend, many people just try to shrink everything that they didn't manage to do during the week into two days instead. Some people really think that they are ninjas and they are desperately trying to catch up on all of the leftovers and shriek all the responsibilities into two days. So first, uh, 
they get lack of sleep, lost concentration, low quality, stress, anxiety, and eventually get tired. Other people understand their realistic abilities and time given, so what do they do? They start complaining about how much things they need to do and their time even becomes less. They might cry, they might complain, feel sorry for themselves, they might actually feel weak and decide to rest up and eventually postpone their tasks even further. I've always been extremely busy since I was six years old. Without any jokes, I've been studying from 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. because I was going to two schools at the same time. One school was for ballet, my primary career, and one school was a musical school where I was acquiring a musical education. And you see, my schedules were never consistent. I might uh, end up training till late evenings in preparation for concerts. And of course, just like all students, I also had to do my homework for regular classes like math, history, chemistry. And you think my life was much less busy when I went to university? <laughs> oh, hell, anything but definitely not less busy. At the university, I was studying, dancing and performing at many concerts, going to multiple different courses, working out, obviously. Homework became much more serious. And I was also uh, quite a geeky uh, student. So I was spending much more time on homework, studying, preparing, doing researches. Um, and my university time was also split into two phases. So phase one was when I was studying at the university of my home country. And phase two was when I was studying abroad. All in all, during my university studies, I also had a part-time job as a journalist where I would study during the day and write articles during the night. Oh, wow. When I, when, when I look back, I seriously think that I was a kamikaze. Anyway, as you can imagine, already from such an early age, I was like a machine with tons of responsibilities to do and a lot more. One thing I learned a hard way, and I see exactly the same in many of you guys, is how human can become creative when he or she needs to escape. When I had so many responsibilities, there were times when I would come up with the most creative and simplest excuses for myself not to do things. I would have excuses starting from things like, I don't have time, aka I'm lazy to do it now, or... Like, oh, I really don't feel good and I need to rest ASAP before I faint. I've seen people come up with such creative ideas that anyone would actually believe. But this is where the danger comes in. When you believe in your own excuses, they become reality. Meaning that if you have an excuse that you have a headache, you eventually end up having a headache when you truly believe it. This is such a dangerous state because this is exactly where... Um, where the thin line lays and you can't even realize whether it's a reality or it's an excuse all right i described to you of how roughly the schedule of a person uh, of a full-time employee uh, or person looks like well this was an ideal scenario where each hour is used and spent efficiently but come on does this actually happen in the reality in reality half of our day goes into what Talking to a bunch of people about nothing, scrolling on social media endless amount of hours, watching hundreds of movies and even the ones that you already watched, a lot of talking about tasks and responsibilities without actual actions, a lot of complaining about the amount of tasks and to-dos and instead of crossing them off your list, um, then other external distractions, uh, ad hoc things that magically pop up in the meantime and you think, damn, I just got motivated to do this and now I have to deal with that. And so many more excuses that the environment as well as ourselves create to procrastinate, postpone and feel sorry for ourselves. Have you actually tried to keep a track of how much, to, how much time you waste a day? I've done a test on my own 
For three months, I was keeping a track of how I used my time. I didn't make it too complex. I simply was writing down the start of each activity and finish. Um, the results were tremendous. So two hours takes me to prepare for work, including all morning needs and breakfast. I was at work for about nine hours, but the actual work was only six hours a day. The remaining three hours was used for talking to people about stuff, scrolling different social networks, um, coffee breaks, and multiple attempts to bathroom. So that's already 11 hours in total, right? Then I would use three hours trying to figure out what I need to do, making tons of unnecessary action steps in my head, complaining, feeling sorry for myself, again, scrolling social networks and other things that pop up at the same time. That's already 14 hours. The remaining time I use for showers, watching series, or just going to sleep because my head is so busy producing different excuses. Can you imagine 14 hours a day I spend just for the routine things? work and nothing else pretty much one learning what a waste of time seriously i didn't realize it until i've actually counted the amount of time i took for each thing everyone has 24 hours a day but for some reason some people manage to do everything that needs to be done and become successful and others don't oh please don't don't tell me that you don't have enough of skills or you don't know how to do it Remember, this is your laziness and your excuses talking right now. Everyone can do anything that others can and even can't. When you put your mind into something with full power and you use your time wisely, you can achieve so much more. And I am happy to help you by showcasing how I am managing all the things at the same time, having some extra time for myself. So first of all, before you will make any of the to-dos, um, and schedules, you have to know yourself very well. You have to know your limits and abilities so that you can spread the work accordingly. Not everyone can do as much as I used to when I shared with you the example. And that's why it's important for you to know how fast you are, how efficient you are, and how many tasks you can do at the same time. Realistic assessment of your capabilities is necessary for the next step which you need to use. And it is don't give promises when you can't. You have to own your own calendar. Throughout my experience, I noticed that first, I was not able to say no to people when they schedule a meeting with me or they ask for help or something. Because I could not say no, my agenda was only adding up and I could never catch up on all of the things successfully. Eventually, I would ended up doing all favors, but forgetting about my own primary responsibilities. This has not only made my day even more busy, but it also made me more tired, not focused and lost between the things. I know you want to help everyone and everything, especially when people reach out to you, relying on you, but you have to be realistic and assess your capabilities and whether you can help them or not. It's absolutely healthy to say no to people when you're prioritizing the work. It's definitely much better to say no and be honest than promise and not deliver. Um, Tip three, if you are in a full realization of your capabilities as well as you can say no to people, it's time to realize what kind of focus you should have. Focus and sharpness is something, um, something that people often miss. And I see this often at my professional network as well. You have to develop your own focus techniques and skills in order to be on top of your game. One of the effective methods that helped me to develop and control is, um, is visualization. I'm a very visual person and every action that I usually do, I visualize. 
Every morning I get up, do the morning routine, and then I visualize how fast and focused I should be throughout the day. And this helps me to concentrate and prepare my brain to work faster. Another very small um, thing, but it might not be applicable to all of you, but my focus too is music. Yes, I am uh, one of the weird ones who can work much faster and accept information than music. The feeling of this is similar to when you are um, warming up before the workout. The structure is exactly the same. And this is what I use in order to do um, the focus routine every morning. Tip four. Now it's time to get into the actions on how to organize things. Depending on your preferences, you need to have a simple to-do notes um, that outline all your tasks and priorities per day. You can use a simple notebook. You can create it on your phone or laptop. Very important factor to consider when creating your list is to be as precise as possible because especially when you just start, you need to help your brain make it a habit and store all and store all necessary information first. For example, in my current job, I run multiple projects, campaigns, and tasks that involve many people at the same time. So what I do is I basically precisely outline each step per task in lines with something like reach out to Mr. D, get documents from Mrs. M, brief the agency after the documents received, etc. So it has to be as precise as possible because this precise description will help you to see which tasks need to be prioritized as well as which ones are the quick ones to finish in between the times. If you are a strong visionaire, you can also color code your task on the importance level. So basically you need to create a to-do list almost like a calendar with all different steps. This helps your brain to stimulate the routine, plus get the habit out of it. And this is how you will store which task you need to do first, second, and third. Also, whenever each time the task is finished, cross it out. It is very important. It gives subconscious satisfaction on managing your tasks. And when you cross this out, um, this ex- exactly this satisfaction feeling will stimulate you to work even faster to feel this feeling again. Tip five, one of the very useful things to do to organize your task is prioritization order. Prioritization is incredibly important as it helps you to multitask and focus on the important first. For example, let's say you need to receive documents from someone and you know you need to wait. It doesn't mean that you need to wait and do nothing. You can do other tasks during the same time. Um, Basically, this is the art of multitasking. Prioritization order helps you to identify which tasks are quick to do And you can even do while doing something else. For example, catching up on your emails during your commute time or writing your to-do list while drinking your morning coffee. Many people find um, multitasking extremely difficult. um, And the reason for that is that they can't focus on two things at the same time. It's absolutely normal and it happens, but multitasking can be done with prioritization order. So either mark it with different colors or even precisely write it down priority to make sure that you get attention on those tasks first. It can also be as simple as you need to call with your family, but at the same time your house is full uh, is in a full mess and needs a clean up ASAP. What you can simply do is put your headphones, call your family and clean at the same time. As simple as that. Or another example, while you're reaching out uh, your workplace, you know you need to do uh, you need to make a lot of calls. Why don't you do it while you're on a train on the way to work? This way you will cross out um, so many tasks before even reaching out your workplace. I'll give you an example of um, my weekend when I need to do all household things. Let's say in my to-do list, I have do laundry, 
call family, clean the house, cook a meal, listen to inspiring podcasts for you to advice, <laughs> and eventually work in the garden, right? So here's how the prioritization order will look like. Laundry takes at least one hour until it's finished. So I will do it first. I put the clothes in the laundry machine and I'm on to the next session. So one task is crossed out. I need to clean the house, but at the same time work in the garden. I know for a fact that at night I can't see my garden properly. So I will do the garden first. And at the same time, I'll put my headphones and listen to motivational podcasts of Aedis Advice. Huh? So two more tasks are crossed out. Um, across off the list. Let's say I finished the garden and now I need to clean out the house. Oh, wait, but my mom is also waiting for my call. Exactly. I put again my headphones, start cleaning the house, and at the same time, I'm calling with my mom. Once this is finished, I need to cook a dinner, for instance. I cook the dinner, I look at my to-do list, and what do I see? All tasks are already done. I have at least four hours of free time. Now I can do whatever I want, or I can even do things that are scheduled for tomorrow. It's that simple. You know, I noticed that many times when we search for help in something, um, we naturally look for something unknown and complicated. But most of the time, the answer is simple. Tactics are simple and it really, truly works. I'm, the, I'm, I'm a person who genuinely likes to simplify, to simplify whatever um, is possible. And my methods are also simple, but very effective. If you want to take your to-dos uh, to the next level, you can even create Smartsheet or Excel, uh, like a Excel file, like a calendar and color code all tasks that are done. And you can add even dates by when the tasks need to be finished. So don't go overcomplicate things as you need to focus on what is important. And important is that you finish your tasks. Tip, tip six, uh, remove distractions. Uh, when you prepare your to-do list for the next few days, for example, and you know that tomorrow precisely you will have a very busy day, you have to remove all distractions. You are responsible for what you spend your time on. And I know that sometimes just laying on the couch feels so good. But then don't complain that you can't manage your things, okay? Be the owner of your agenda. Be responsible for what you spend your time on. Scrolling social media can be very beneficial, especially if your work focuses on social media. But if you do it just to watch some wine, it's a pure waste of time, especially when you clearly know that you have tons of tasks to do. Trust me, while you're scrolling down the feed and give traffic to people, you're working so that um, you're working for them. They're working so hard that people like you will scroll more and drive more traffic to them, which in return is their income. So do what you want you can work for yourself or you can work for someone else. Your choice. Tip seven. One of the things that I also love to do because it turned out to be such a successful tactic, when I have free time, I don't just waste it. I invest it into my wishes and things that I want to achieve. For example, let's say on Saturday, I don't have any plans and I don't even have any tasks to do. What I usually do is do some tasks that are meant only for the upcoming weeks. At the beginning, it will feel uh, that it's a little bit too much, but in return, it gives you so much more time back. So whenever you have extra time, try to finish things that plan only for the future. Don't procrastinate and stick to the calendar of how it is. It's nice to finish tasks early and have more time than to have inefficient breaks in between and do the task only on the set date. Trust me, it really works great. I really, really love catching up and be ahead of my game. 
Otherwise, how do you think I can meditate, which takes three hours of my day, work full time, work out, do all household things and create podcasts for you at the same time? Hmm? Think about it. Tip eight. Another tip I want to share is to stop complaining. You should understand that while you're complaining, you are activating negative emotions. And we all know that negative emotions suck out of our energy, take time, and they can be very unpredictable. So don't complain on how many things you need to do. Instead, focus on how fast you can finish them. And you will be impressed how many other creative ways you actually will find. Positive mindset acceptance will help you to focus on finishing things rather than postponing and not doing them at all. And... Last but not least, tip nine, I want, I want to give you an advice to do what you love the way you love it. When you are forcing yourself to do things the way other people do, uh, but you don't feel comfortable with them, you, you don't succeed and eventually give up. You need to create your own version that is tailor-made for you. You see, I follow a lot of great leaders and they share so much wisdom and knowledge with all of us every day. But that doesn't mean that I will copy and do exactly the same way. You've got to have your own eye and preference to do things in more enjoyable way rather than forced. If you force things, they become difficult, unbearable and even annoying. Instead, take the learnings from others, apply your own experience and create techniques that are useful for you, which you will enjoy doing. It's very important that you enjoy things that you need to do. I can't say that I love cleaning, not at all. But doing it while I'm talking to my lovely mom makes it go so much faster with much more fun and pleasure. So take the learnings, apply your own style and rock it. You see many things we do are based on our mindset and when you uh, actively um, use your positivity and belief, You can do anything. Don't judge without trying and start saying like, these tactics don't work. Or it can be that you even tried 100 times. But have you tried to apply it um, with your own style? So learn yourself. Learn from others. Try different techniques. Apply your own style. Have a beautiful mindset. And who knows? Maybe you're the next best-selling author who will write the most creative way to organize your life. (laughs) I wish you to have an effective and productive week ahead. And remember, stay true to yourself. If you find my episodes interesting and motivational, subscribe to my channel through a variety of platforms. You can bookmark my site that you can find on www.aidasadvice.com. Subscribe to my emails to receive notification and be the first to know when the new episode of Blog Post is released. Say hi to me on Instagram and Facebook. And stay up to date on the coolest and greatest field of his beautiful and fulfilling life.